The Chicago White Sox took care of business on Thursday afternoon, beating the Kansas City Royals 7-1 to on the south side. Johnny Cueto bounced back and gave the White Sox an outstanding performance. The bullpen for the Sox was also fantastic. White Sox hit multiple home runs in the game and won a series for the first time in a long time. No time for rest as the Minnesota Twins are in town for three games starting Friday night. You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, search Lockdown White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Locked on White Sox is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Miguel Cairo is saying all the right things as the White Sox win back-to-back games without Tony Larusa. Sox pitching put up a lot of zeros on Thursday, and it was not just Johnny Cueto. And it's better late than never as the White Sox are starting to hit a lot of home runs. State of the White Sox, they are 65 and 66. Four games back in the AL Central chasing the Cleveland Guardians. There are 31 games left in the season, and Miguel Cairo is 2-1 as acting manager of the Sox. White Sox beat the Kansas City Royals 7-1 Thursday afternoon. Sox are done with the Kansas City Royals for the year. They went 9-10. So the White Sox, you know, they just kept pouring on the runs Thursday afternoon, which was really nice to see, especially uh, during a day game following a night game. It was their third game in a row with multiple home runs, some outstanding pitching. Johnny Cueto was brilliant, some vintage Cueto. Uh, And then Sox used five bullpen arms. They did not give up anything. Defense, as it has been, unfortunately, for uh, most of the season, was spotty for sure. Sox had three errors in the game. Uh, They will not be able to get away with that against Minnesota or Cleveland or even uh, Seattle uh, Mariners coming up on the schedule soon. Uh, So the Sox won the series uh, against the Royals taking two of three. It's their first series win since they swept the Detroit Tigers on August 14th. Sox have got a little bit of momentum here uh, going into the weekend series against the Minnesota Twins. Jose Abreu said it best recently. You got to believe. You just have to believe. Uh, Come out and focus on each day and win the day. 
So, you know, the White Sox, they just can't fall further behind right now. Um, it's a little exciting. It, it's a two-game two sample size, okay, two in a row against the Royals. Uh, but what I've seen is a little different. Uh, it's fun when they're hitting multiple home runs and scoring runs and getting some solid pitching. The Sox kind of just have to assume, you know what, Cleveland's going to just continue to win. We need to take care of our own business Get our house in order. Uh, play some clean baseball, please. And and you never know. You I, you just don't know what's going to happen. It feels like the Sox shouldn't be in contention right now with the way they've been playing. But it is the AL Central. No one is running away with it right now. Uh, the Sox still have four more games uh, against the Guardians. That is on the schedule. And, uh, you know, again, anything can happen with 31 games left. However... The Sox need to, whatever they're doing right now, they need to step it up a little bit and continue this. Uh, September call-ups happened uh, before Thursday afternoon's game. The uh, roster expanded by two spots. So prior to Thursday's series finale uh, against the Royals, the White Sox recalled right-handed pitcher Matt Foster and outfielder Adam Hazley uh, from AAA Charlotte, both uh, Foster and and Hazley saw some action Thursday afternoon. I'm assuming those players, you know, there there might be it might be a bit of a revolving door uh, if Kopech and Mankata come back and any other uh, injured uh, Sox players. And there could be some new names in and out uh, with those two extra roster spots. Uh, Thursday morning, uh, we found out that the White Sox had a players-only meeting. Uh, prior to the game, Miguel Cairo wasn't privy to the meeting, uh, but said the focus is having fun once they get on the field for the final month. Uh, that was according to Scott Merkin, White Sox beat reporter from MLB.com. Just have fun out there. Uh, it reminds me of that slogan, I think maybe from 2013 that the White Sox used, appreciate the game. Uh, that really told you what kind of year the Sox were going to have then. Uh, hey, the Sox, they, they can do it. They absolutely can do it. Not the type of baseball that they played against the Arizona Diamondbacks or the uh, how the series started against the Royals. But what we saw these last two games, uh, there's definitely been a spark. Uh, more home runs for sure. More offense since Miguel Cairo took over. Uh, I think he's worked well with Ethan Katz and the bullpen management uh, has been effective. Maybe this team will respond to Cairo. Maybe, just maybe, with their backs against the wall uh, here in this final full month of the season, the Sox will come together and finally start playing some good, solid baseball. Uh, it's just a two-game winning streak against the Royals right now. I get that but you just need that one little spark. White Sox bats are starting to wake up, but I'm going to tell you why again, why base is loaded and nobody out is still a problem for the White Sox. More on that in a moment. Are you one of those people that thinks it's okay to drive stoned? What's the worst that can happen? You end up driving below the speed limit? It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Talk about a buzzkill. Stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. 
If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Not much going on uh, with the Sox offense early on Thursday afternoon's game. I got to go to the third inning with some action. Uh, Elvis Andrews had a home run and a pair of RBIs on Wednesday night. Uh, He stayed hot and drove in the legend. Lurie Garcia with a base hit. Sox tied the game up. Then Andrew Vaughn with his 15th home run of the season uh, put the Sox up 3-1. to And that was really all they need, but it was nice to see them continuing to pile on the runs as the game went on. Uh, Abreu followed up with a double, fourth hit of the inning for the Sox. Aloy uh, has a chance to tack on more with only one out, but an unproductive at-bat. Grounds out to shortstop and can't advance Abreu. Uh, Sox with two on and two outs, uh, but the Sox ended up not getting anything else with a ground out to first base. Fourth inning, Brad Keller. Yes, that Brad Keller is in the game for the Royals. However, nothing doing for the Sox. Fifth inning with Andrews on second and zero outs. Vaughn with a great at-bat. He grounded out to the right side to get Elvis to third uh, for Abreu. He had a rough at-bat, swung at a pitch that bounced into the catcher, Perez. Uh, It's a big run at third base uh, at this point in the game. Jimenez had a chance, uh, but Brad Keller overpowers Aloy with a 98-mile-per-hour fastball. Sox do nothing with a runner on second. And nobody out situation, but there's no surprise there. You're just shaking uh, your head. Uh, if you're a, a Seinfeld fan, you might get the reference of uh, George is is trying to get this job with a latex uh, company. He makes up this story, you know, uh, this, that, and the other. Uh, Jerry uh, sees George face down uh, in his entryway. And Jerry says, and you want to be my latex salesman. Uh, that's what I think about. If, you, if you're not a Seinfeld fan, you won't get that reference. Maybe you'll appreciate it down the road. But when I see the Sox in a situation with a runner on second and nobody out or bases loaded, nobody out, and they cannot get that run home, I I, I have that tone of, and you want to win the AL Central? I mean, things definitely have to get better in that department. Uh, sixth inning, Sheets led off with a walk, Pollock with a base hit, White Sox with men on second and first and only one out. Uh, the legend, Leori Garcia, is up, and he shoots one up the middle. Uh, that uh, leadoff walk comes around to score big RBI, 4-1 to one White Sox. They tack on another to make it a 5-1 game. A seventh inning, Harrison pinch hit for Aloy Jimenez who left the game with right leg soreness. Uh, Yonder Alonzo was doing the color commentating uh, on the YouTube network there, uh, and he had a a great comment. He kind of was almost stunned at the news that Aloy Jimenez left with right leg soreness, and he said, you know, there's got to be something else to this story. Everybody is sore in September. It was a very fitting comment for how things have gone with this White Sox team at times. Uh, Eighth inning, Grandal uh, led off with a double, then an opposite field home run from A.J. Pollock to make it 7-1 White Sox. 
uh, his second home run in as many days. Sacks kept piling on the runs uh, from third inning on. Sacks offense, seven runs, 11 hits, four extra base hits, another multi uh, home run game. With runners in scoring position, Sacks four for 12. Andrews and Pollock were each two for four. Uh, Johnny Cueto pitched with fire. He pitched with swagger on Thursday. I'm going to tell you why the bullpen did as well. More on that in a moment. So Johnny Cueto's last start was a rough one. Uh, That was uh, last Friday versus the Arizona Diamondbacks. Gave up a lot of runs in a short amount of time. Seven earned runs to be exact. Uh, hoping that was just an outlier. Uh, Cueto, 36 years old. He is a former Kansas City Royal. He won the World Series with the Royals uh, way back in 2015. Uh, coming into the game, uh, Cueto versus the Royals in 2022. Two outings, 12 innings, and only two earned runs uh, given up. Uh, first inning, you know, lots of movement on his pitches early on. Uh, swings and misses. Uh, Struck out the first two hitters, then Perez uh, grounded out. A classic Cueto. You know, he was doing that stop-start, the delayed wind-up, the quick pitch. He is really fun to watch, you know. I mean, he'll he'll get it up, you know, into the 90s. Not going to really overpower you. It's the movement that he has on his pitches. He's keeping hitters off balance. You know, I've used the comparison to just playing like wiffle ball in the backyard, uh, you know, just with your friends, having a good time, no matter what age, you're just trying to get guys out and just screw around with them and keep them off balance and and mixing up speeds and and motion and all that kind of stuff. That's what he was doing, and he was in he was in uh, perfect vintage form. 32 pitches after two innings. Third inning, Royals got on the board after manufacturing a run uh, with a few hits. Nothing hit terribly hard, but His command was a little off that inning, able to escape uh, with just giving up one run. Fourth inning, Sacks just put up three runs to take the lead, and Cueto starts the inning off with a strikeout. You'd like to see a quick inning so the Sacks bats can get back to work. Abreu flashing the leather with a couple scoops so far in the game, helping to get the second out. Uh, After giving up a double, Cueto got a much-needed strikeout to end any sort of threat, 64 pitches after four innings. Fifth inning, Royals had a man on second, nobody out, ground ball up the middle. Andres fielded it and without hesitation went to third to get the first out. Some bad base running by the Royals. Uh, Cueto actually orchestrating the uh, the throw to third. You love how animated he can be sometimes. He gets into all different kinds of plays. He's a coach on the field. And then, unfortunately, some bad defense from the White Sox. A.J. Pollock out in center field uh, throws home, completely misses the cutoff, man. And Royals have runners on second and third with only one out. Uh, Romy Gonzalez continued, though, to impress with his glove. And Garcia snags a line drive at third to get out of the inning without any damage. Still just 3-1 socks. Uh, sixth inning, 85 pitches on Cueto's arm as he starts the inning. Uh, with one out and a runner on first, uh, Car- uh, Miguel Cairo pulls uh, Cueto in favor of Lopez. Cueto with a much-deserved standing ovation. Gutsy performance from Cueto. 
Lopez had two on one out situation. Nice catch in foul territory by the legend, uh, Lurie Garcia, for the second out. Uh, then a catcher's interference on Grandal. So you got bases loaded, uh, two outs, two run lead for the Sox. Hometown boy, Nicky Lopez, grounds to Abreu, a flip to Lopez, and the Royals are turned away. Cueto's final line, five in an inning, uh, five and a third inning pitched, six hits, one earned run, zero walks, five strikeouts. Cueto's got a sub three ERA, 2.93. He threw 94 pitches. So an interesting situation in the seventh. Uh, Miguel Cairo changing things up a little bit. Kendall Graveman comes in in the seventh, which is usually the eighth. He had a clean inning. And then Jake Diekman got the ninth. A bit of a matchup situation there with Diekman being a lefty. Uh, pretty efficient until a two-out single. Uh, he gets pulled in favor of Lambert. Uh, he's been in some high-leverage situations all year long, and he got out of the inning. Ninth inning went to Matt Foster, recently called up, and that was clean. White Sox bullpen, three and two-thirds innings. Only one hit, zero earned runs, a couple of walks, and six strikeouts. Uh, very nice. Uh, White Sox pitching outstanding on Thursday afternoon. Uh, how about some post-game stuff here? In regards to Aloy Jimenez, uh, this is what Miguel Cairo said. Uh, said Thursday was similar to soreness Aloy has felt in the past. He described removing him as precautionary. Uh, but him playing on Friday is dependent on how he feels after treatment. And again, this has happened to Aloy Jimenez multiple times, and it, it seems like lately he's responded very well to treatment. Hopefully he bounces back because his post-All-Star break numbers have been outstanding with the bat, of course. Uh, Cairo also spoke about La Russa uh, in the postgame. Uh, this is what Cairo had to say, quote, Tony right now is in Arizona, and you know we are doing this for him. We miss him. The guys really love him and miss him in the clubhouse, and you can see the different energy. They know we have to do this for him, end quote. Uh, hey, if that's the mentality, why weren't the White Sox winning for him uh, when he was with the team in the dugout? Hey, whatever works right now, I don't care how it's happening. Whatever you want to tell yourself, I think Cairo is, you know, carefully crafting his words, but whatever works at this point. Uh, Sox end the homestand uh, with a three-game series against the Minnesota Twins starting, of course, Friday night. It's Davis Martin on the hill, Dylan Cease on Saturday, and then Lucas Giolito. Hopefully he can return to some vintage form on Sunday. White Sox are four and six against the Minnesota Twins this season. Hey, thanks for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now for your second listen, go check out the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022, an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts of the Lockdown Podcast Network, plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of Locked On Bets, all combining into one ultimate NFL preview. 
Search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up in the next episode, I'll recap the weekend series against the Minnesota Twins, and I hopefully will be celebrating the Sox sweeping the Twins. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox!